discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. you to lift up your right hand towards heaven and just thank god in the next two minutes just give god glory i think god has been gracious to us god has been faithful to us just thank him in the next two minutes just say thank you to jesus i appreciate the lord for his goodness and his kindness father we are grateful we are grateful lord thank you thank you for the gift of life thank you Thank you. Thanks a million. Thanks a million, Lord, for this opportunity that we have. Even in Jesus' name. Father, thank you. We are grateful. We are thankful. Thank you that your precious Holy Spirit is here with us and in us. And thank you that as your word proceeds, it proceeds with power, with great understanding, with great establishment, with great power in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you that our lives are never the same again. You said in your word that one thing is needful, which is your word. Thank you that as, as we have gathered at your feet to hear your word, that one thing that is needful, thank you for great establishment for every single one, even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to thank you so much for coming out to meet me this Sunday evening. Yes, thank you for coming out to meet me. Are you excited that you are here? Yes. yes, thank you for coming to coming for the meeting. Yes, it's a blessing. Someone came because you brought the person, and you are the one shepherding the person. Yes, with many many types of threats and entreaties and words. You know, Bizo. Yes. You know, some people need to be threatened before they will be in the house of God. It's in the Bible. Paul was threatening people. Colossians chapter 1. It's in the Bible. Colossians chapter 1, verse 28. Christ, whom he preached, warning every man. Paul was warning every man, eh? Warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom. So Paul used warnings to get people into the house of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. It's all in the Bible. No, no, it notices we shall all stand before the judgment, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according that he has done, whether it be good or bad. Verse 11. Then it says, Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. So some people must be persuaded. <laughs> and some people must be forced. If you don't force them, they will not come. It's an amazing thing. You have to warn some people. You have to persuade some people. You have to snatch some people out of fire with Second First Thessalonians chapter five. Look at First Thessalonians chapter five. Let's read verse twenty-three. It's twenty-four, twenty-five, but it's fine. And it says, "And the very God of peace sanctify you holy." And I pray that your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless of the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Next verse twenty-four. Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. Verse twenty-five. Then he says, brethren, pray for us. 26. Greet all the brethren with an holy kiss. Is that the end of the verse? It's actually Jude, eh? Jude. Jude 1, I think verse um, maybe 18 or something like that. Can you check it for me? 22. Yes, 20. Jude 1, 20. There's only one chapter for Jude. No be so. Yeah. It says, and of some have compassion, making a difference. Verse 23. And others save with fear. Pulling them out of the fire, 
hating even the garments spotted by the flesh. So there are some people you need to pull. Mm? You need to save them with fear. Because they may, they may lose. This may be their last opportunity to hear God. And hearken to God. So don't worry when you are using threats. <laughs> and you are using warnings. And you are using persuasions. And you are compelling people. There's nothing wrong. It's also part of it. God, Jesus mentioned the parable of the wedding. The master had prepared a very nice wedding ceremony. Nobody was attending. The people who were invited did not come. So he told the servants to go out and go and compel people to come in. To force people to come in. So it's important we force people to come into the house of God. Are you in the church? If they are not forced, they will not come. So maybe you are here and you have been forced (laughs) to be here. We are just fulfilling scriptures. Because this is the accepted time. This is the day of salvation. If you wait for too long, you may end up losing your life. And you may end up losing the opportunity to believe in God forever and ever. Where you enter, you will not get the opportunity to believe God anymore. Yes. Luke chapter 14, verse 23. And the Lord said unto the, unto the servant, Go on out into the highways and hedges, and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. You see, compel them, force them. That's where the word anakazo is from. Compel them, force them. Hey. Ask or tell me about or ask your neighbor. Or tell your neighbor. <laughs> tell your neighbor. Even if you were forced. You are here. Be blessed. Be glad. It's for your own good. Hey. Ask your neighbor. It's well. It's well. It's well. It's well. Even if you are forced, it's well. It's fine. Because Jesus is coming back very soon. And this is the accepted time. This is the time of salvation. This is the time when God, God's hands are outstretched for your salvation. There's a time coming when you cannot be saved anymore. Honestly. Yes. As I'm talking to you, I'm seeing someone who is on the verge of selling his soul to the devil who is sitting here this evening. Yes. You are, you are doing a ritual and... You may not come back. Yes. That is why I'm talking the way I'm talking. It's a vision I've seen. That's why I'm talking the way I'm talking. This is the accepted time. Second Corinthians chapter, um, chapter 6, verse 1 and verse 2. Paul talks about peace. He says, when We then as workers together with, with Jesus, with God, beseech you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain. Next verse. For he said, I have heard thee in a time accepted. This is the time accepted. And in the day of salvation, have I helped thee? The word to call is help. Have I helped thee? Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day you need to give your life to Christ. If you wait, you will not come back. Yes, that's the truth. You will not come. You will not have the opportunity. It will not even cross your mind to, to be born again. So some people say that, oh, I'll wait until my death or my deathbed, then I'll just say, I'll just confess. And then it, you may be shocked that on your deathbed, you will not be conscious anymore. Yeah. I saw someone die right in front of me two years ago. He died right in front of a motorbiker. He died right in front of me. We were standing, we had just finished a meeting in the night around 10 p.m., you know, and he was riding a motorbike and a, 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 a big truck was reversing from, just reversing from a warehouse. And he wanted to pass around the big truck. When he went like this, the big truck came back. And he entered the, the truck. He entered the back. He entered the metal. And his head was crushed completely. I mean, he didn't breathe. He didn't have an opportunity to say, I'm dying. He didn't have. It just shoom, just boom, just like that. I'm sure maybe when he was alive, he, he thought his death. I mean, you, you, I don't know if you've ever imagined your death. Maybe you feel like your death as you're lying in bed. They are dying small, small. It may not be like that. <laughs> it may not be like that. It may be a very sharp one, and that's what the devil will do, will do to you. Very quick. You will, before you realize you are in hell, and you are lost forever. So now is the day of salvation. Give your life to Christ today before the day ends. Okay? And stop what you are going to do. Because it is not going to help you. You are only selling your soul to the devil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I just want to share with you on um, 
something I believe that will help you. You know, I, I try to um, share things that will help God's children, okay, to become better people and grow in the Lord and all of that. Now, one of the things that um, I believe that is very important for all of us is our consciousness of serving God. Okay? Our consciousness of what? Serving God. God. You need to have it in your mind that you are here to serve the Lord. There's a reason for your creation. If you went to someone's house and you saw him using a microwave, okay, as his, his or her TV, the microwave is sitting in the hall. And that is his TV. What will you say to the person? There's something wrong, isn't it? Yes. Or if you, you, you went to someone's house and he was using a microphone as a spoon. It, look, it, can, be, it can be a spoon. You see, it looks... It can work. It can work to a certain point. At least to start, ba- to start what? Cocoa. Using it to stir cocoa. What will you say to the person? And I said, what, why? This is not for that. It is for talking. It's not for eating. No, so. That is how you also look when you are not doing what God created you for. It's an amazing thing. If you met someone wearing he has a shirt like this, okay, a shirt like this. Stand up and let them see you. He has put his legs in between in the hands, and he has pulled it up as his shorts. What will you say to the person? Like there's something wrong. There's something wrong. There's something wrong, isn't it? Ah, how can you be wearing this one? That's not how you wear it. Hello. Thank you very much. Someone said that the reason why Ghanaians wrap the cloth around them was that when the white man brought the cloth, they didn't know what to do with it. So they just had to put it around them. And that's how they started. Uh, <laughs> do you think it's true? It can be true. You never know. It's possible. Hallelujah. Because they, they could have sold the cut it and sold it into it, but they, they didn't know. Yes, they, they just carried everything and then put it around their neck, and they are like, "This is how, like, like how boy, mama. This is how we clothe ourselves." Wow. wow. So there's a reason for your existence. Do you see? Yes. You may think that I mean you are in this life to work. Like your job or your business is the reason for your existence. Die and see, you'll be, you'll be surprised that the job that you are so busy about, they'll get a replacement for you. And life will continue without you. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised wherever you are, whether in heaven or hell, you'll be shocked. Hey, the thing is working without me. You'll be surprised. Yes. Or maybe you think that you are on earth to marry. Do you get it? Like all your life, you are preparing, you are preparing to marry. Yeah, you don't know something. You are just preparing to marry. Yes, how they how they are going to how their wedding day. All your mind is how your wedding day is going to be. You are going to have fifteen people behind you. One one will be wearing red, the other will be wearing green. Indigo, many colors. Day of many colors, many colors all over the place. You you change into five different dresses. This is that's what they are doing. The engagement, you walk in with one dress, <laughs> and then you go back and come back with another dress. Oh man! Oh, man. Hmm. It's time for show. <laughs> and on your wedding day, during the reception, you change twice <laughs> with different hairstyles and different makeups. <laughs> Our day. That is not the reason for existence. Ebo, it's good to see you. Yeah, that's not the reason for existence. Or maybe you think, I don't know, what, what do you think again? 
school. Get a degree. Like when you get a degree, you have really fulfilled your purpose. You get your degree, you realize that it is not much. It's almost like it's a toilet paper. <laughs> hey! What could be the reason for our existence? You are born to take care of orphans. It's a good thing. Be a philanthropist. Make, make plenty of money and give to people. Jesus, Jesus said the poor you always have amongst you. You cannot solve the problem of poverty in the world because poverty is not just a lack of money. Poverty is a curse. And it's a curse on this earth. You will sweat before you eat. That's, that's, that's what this, the, the Bible says. Are you in the church? Yes. So you can be a philanthropist all you want, but you realize that you are, you are still not solving which NGO did not go to the north. <laughs> Have you been to the north before? Yes. There were many NGOs that were there some years ago. They, they have tried that. It's not working. They have all closed up. Hey! Hmm. What else could be the purpose of life or the reason for life? You see, the phone he's holding has an, has an owner. I think I have a phone here. Yeah. This was made by somebody. Samsung. Do you see? The owner has a reason for making this thing. That's what it is meant for. It's meant for making calls. For receiving text messages. For searching, browsing, searching for information on the internet. For getting, running certain apps. You can work on this phone. Isn't it? You can do so much with the phone. No be so. Apart from watching social media, you can do a lot of things with it. Just imagine if someone got a phone and was not doing anything with it. Like, he doesn't make any calls, he doesn't do anything, he's just holding it because it's a phone. iPhone. You see, unless you read the manual that the phone comes with, you will not know how, what it is used for. Do you see? Uh, your life, your life comes with a manual. There's a manual that comes with your, your life. The phone dealer had a manual. There's a manual. When you buy the phone, a, if it's proper phone, in a proper, you'll see that. Not what's, not circle phone. <laughs> circle iPhone that is Android. <laughs> if it's a proper phone, you'll see that there's a manual by it. Isn't it? In the same way, human beings also have a manual because human beings were created by somebody. Yes, the phone, the phone was created by somebody and hence comes with a manual. In the same way, our, we also work. If you don't believe that we, are, we were created by someone, then I don't know what, what you are existing for, honestly. If you think we came out of a big bang or out of what? We are out of apes. Why are you not changing into more apes or something as the years going by? Why is your uncle still? <laughs> are you in the church or you have gone home? There's a manual, it's God who created us, and he has a manual for our, for our lives. Do you see? He has a manual for our lives. There's a reason for your existence. And that's, that's all I came to tell you, that there's a reason for your existence. It's not so that you will be, you marry and have five children. It's powerful. Or so that you bugger, you go and be abroad. It's nice, but that is not the reason why you are here. How many of you want to know why you are here? The purpose for life. Hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why am I here? Even a question of what you want is a problem. When I ask you, what do you want? What do you want in life? Can you answer that question? You see, you can't really tell what you want. Oh. You say, well, I want a car, I want a house. I want, but I realize, even if you get all the cars, house, whatever, you realize you are still not satisfied. There will still be a want. And you don't even know what it is you are looking for. You will get the money, but still. You will get the women, but still. One that's not satisfied. Hey! You want more. You get the husband, but it's like he's not satisfying you. 
You want more. The question of what is a problem. How much more the question of why? Why are you here? Why are you here? What are you here for? God provides the answers to these questions. Only God provides it because he made us. He's the only one who provides the answers to these questions. You see. The first reason for your existence, okay, is to know God. That's the first reason for your existence. To what? The reason why you are here is to know your creator. God put you here to know him. That's why he put you here. Just so that you will know him and have a relationship with him. Hmm. To know God. That's why you are here. Do you believe what I'm saying? That's why you are here. Can you imagine? The reason for your existence. The first thing is to know God. There's a void in every human being. Like there's some space that cannot be filled by money, by caste, by women, by education, by children, by what? A job, a business. I, I don't know if you know someone just killed herself recently. Uh, one of the famous actress, actresses around. She just drove her car into a house. Okay? And when she didn't, she didn't die, she reversed and went into a tree and died. And then it caught fire and then she, she, she died. I don't know if you... you she has money, everything, but she, she's not satisfied. One of the, one of the people who killed... Who, someone killed himself some years ago. Eh? An actor killed himself some years and I didn't understand why Robin Williams. How can Robin... Do you, you know Robin Williams? Yes. I don't even know Robin. How many of you have watched Mrs. Doubtfire? Or uh, which other movie? I mean, he's a serious comedian. Yeah. Serious, he makes everybody laugh. Everybody laugh, I mean. And he himself was depressed. <laughs> he was depressed for several years. And felt that... There was no reason for his existence here anymore. So he, he hanged himself and killed, killed himself. That's like that. Why? You see, because it is not the money, it's not the cars, it's not the houses, it's not the women, it's not the booze. You can drink, uh, you, the space in there will never be filled. You can smoke weed and sniff cocaine, crack cocaine, and do everything that you want to do. That space will still not be, never be filled. Yes. It's an amazing thing. Nothing fills that place. Only God can fill that place. Only God brings true satisfaction. You knowing God is the only thing that brings true satisfaction. Nothing else does. It's an amazing thing. That is why someone who has found God and who has located God and who has started a relationship with God is so satisfied. He doesn't care whether he's poor or he's rich or whatever. He doesn't mind. You realize that he's okay. He's satisfied in life. Why? Because he's found the reason for existence, which is to know God. Yes. To know God. And how do you know God apart from his son, Jesus Christ? It's not possible. Jesus is the one who makes God real and makes God personal. Jesus is personal God. He makes God personal. Jesus said, I am the way. Not I am a way. I am the way. A definite article. I am the way to who? To God. Look at first. I'm, I'm actually mentioning scriptures, but I'm just telling you. It's like I'm telling you a story, but it's actually verses. Look at... Um, First Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. 1 Timothy 2, verse 4. God will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Verse 5. He says, for there's one God. There's what? One God. Not two or three or four or five. There's one God. And one mediator between God and men. Only one mediator. One person who can mediate between God and man. Who is that person? The man Christ Jesus. One God, one mediator between God and men, that man is called Jesus Christ. So the only way to identifying and knowing God is through his son Jesus Christ. Do you see what I'm talking about? Look at Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Paul was preaching to those who killed Jesus Christ. And then he said to them, Neither is there salvation in, in any other, for there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. There's no name given under heaven whereby you can be saved. You cannot be saved by any other. You cannot clean. If you like, put blood on this shirt 
put someone's blood on this shirt and try washing it with Omo and see if it will go away. Have you ever had a stain of blood in your dress before? Does it go away? It never goes away. It never goes away. To always be there. That is how your sins are. Sin cannot be washed by Omo or by Ariel or by So Clean or by, is it Clean Jet or Jet? Clean Soft. Mother. It, it can't wash that. It can't wash that. Mother cannot wash away your sins. <laughs> Sunlight. Sunlight certainly can't. Only the blood of Jesus can wash away your sin. Oh, yes. Says neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. There's only one person who can bring you close to God. Only one person can make you identify God. And his name is Jesus Christ. So you can't know God without Jesus. It's not possible. You can't know God through another means. I mean, people have existed and said that they, are, they call, call themselves the Messiah. Many people have called themselves the way to. I mean, they themselves were looking for the way. <laughs> when Buddha was dying, he said, I'm still looking for the way. Yes. He said, I'm still looking for the way. There's nobody who has said, I am the way. And there's nobody who has been trusted by another that has found God. Apart from Jesus Christ. It is only the followers of Jesus Christ who know and have a sense that they are a sense of fulfillment and a sense of satisfaction, knowing that they have a relationship with God. A- apart from them, nobody else does. Do you have a, a witness within you that when you die today, you'll be with God? Yeah. Do you have a witness within you that God is inside me? Yeah. That void that you were feeling before you got born again is filled. Yeah. Or it's not like that. Yeah. It means like that for me. I don't know about you. Yeah. If it's like that for you, then it means that you have an evidence of the fact that God is real and that God can be found through Jesus Christ and not through any, it's not through Booz, not through Muhammad, not through Buddha, not through anybody else. It's only through Jesus Christ. So some of us are evidences. If you're a child of God, you are an evidence of the fact that God is real and God can only be found through Jesus Christ. Your life does not start unless you get born again and find God. That's all. You are just existing. Like a chicken. Or like a dog. Or like a goat. Goats are around. But when they die, we don't remember them. They are good for our soup and our stews. That's all. In the same way, you can be a human being and only be a fork and a spoon in the sight of God. That's all you are. Why? Because you've not found him yet. If you read in Genesis chapter 4, there's a record of Esau's children. And how they lived. They were doing nice things. They, 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 some of them brought military equipment into the world. They brought metals into the world. They brought agricultural, agriculture into the world. Instruments. They did so many nice things. But none of them had their ages being recorded. Their, their age was not recorded. There was no record concerning how they lived. Nothing. In other words, just, they just existed. They were not recognized before God. As people who lived here on earth. Because they had no purpose. Are you see what I'm talking about? Yeah. So you can be around and do a lot of nice things. You build many houses, do whatever. Listen, I know a man, eh? I know a man who owned about 25 houses between Ridge, Cantonment, Laboni, and Airport. 25 houses. Yes, 25 houses in that enclave. I'm not joking with you. This is a true story. I can, I can show you who I'm talking about, but for security reasons, I can't declare it. Yes. 25 oh, he died 11 years ago. The man died 11 years ago. Within 11 years, his children have sold all the 25 houses, left with only three. All the 25 houses that he used his life to build and his sweat to secure and do everything. Within 11 years of his death, 20, 23, is it 20, 21 are gone, except for three or four. 22 are gone, left with three or four. And they are planning on selling the three or four. I mean, they want money. It is what was your sweat. It's, it's powerful. It's not my sweat. I mean, I just want to. Yeah. Are you in the church? So if the, that man was living all his life for house, cars, whatever, he has lost. And by 11 years of his departure, it's, it's gone. Hey! You are here to find God, though. 
Are you in a church or you have gone home? Hmm. The born and the born again experience is what starts it. That is why everybody must receive Jesus Christ as, a, as their Lord and say, personal Savior. Because if without that, I mean, there's no, there's no real fulfillment. Life is useless. Honestly. There's no reason. There's no reason. We are just like chickens moving around. When you die, it's finished. But when you find God through Jesus Christ, then life, real life begins. Real life begins when you find Jesus Christ. Let me show you a scripture in Philippians chapter 3. Do you like what I'm sharing with you? Hmm. It's important though. Oh, how my life changed when I found Jesus. Yes. How my life changed when I found Jesus. Yes. How fulfilled I became when I found Jesus. How happy I became when I found Jesus. Real joy. Real joy. Real excitement. Depression cannot have a hold over me. Yes. Sadness cannot have a hold over me. Is you can be a child of God, you've found Jesus, but then you are not. Because you see, God, there's no depth to God. God does not have an end. There's no end to knowing God. God is an, it's a book that does not end. I don't know if you get it. Yeah. It's a book that has, so you get to know him every day through your fellowship life. As a child of God, you get to know him more and more through your fellowship life. Every day is a new day. The angels in heaven always see many, the many-sided wisdom of God. And all they say is when they bow down and they come up, they see a different aspect of God and they say, holy, 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 holy. And they bow down again, they come up, they see another side, holy, holy, holy. That's all they do. We can look at that in Revelations. I'll come back to Philippians. What else? Revelation chapter chapter five. Are you in the church or have gone home? Hmm. I'm just preaching a very short message to you. I mean, will not will not be long. Okay. Before long, we are we have closed. You'll be shocked. You'll be surprised. Revelation chapter four, rather, verse eight. He says, "And the four beasts had each of them six wings." He's describing what hap- what is happening around the throne of God about him and they were full of eyes within and the rest and they rest not look at this they rest not day and night saying holy 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 lord god almighty which was and is and is to come this is they don't rest they keep saying holy holy why because they keep seeing something different about god so there, there's no depth i don't know if i'm trying i'm making sense there's no you can't say you know you you finish knowing god no you can't exhaust the Bible. You can't exhaust God. Because there's so much in him. Okay? Yeah. So as a child of God, there's always, you, you are failed to be thirsty. To be filled again. To be thirsty. To be filled again. To be thirsty. That's how it is. I don't know if, you, if I have some witnesses in the church. Yes. Every morning when you wake up, you realize that you need, you need a refill. You need to talk to God. You need to relate to God. You need to read your Bible. You need to study. You need to pray. You need to... Then you realize that you are full, and then you can continue. That's how it is. Do you see? Uh-huh. But what I'm trying to let you know is that life does not begin. I mean, you, there's no reason, honestly. Chica, am I lying? I mean, there's no, there's no reason for your existence. What else? What else are you here for? To marry? Who? Sister? Who? Brother? To have children? Oh. People have given birth, and their children have come to come and kill them. Mm. People have married and their partners have killed them. Their partners, they married when they were married, they were so happy. They didn't know that they were marrying their killer. They had no idea. Yes. 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 That guy, that boy, he killed his mother, his father, and his two sisters. Ghanaian family, a Ghanaian boy, young boy in Italy. He killed mother, father, two sisters. Yes. There's this musician, um, popular black musician. Um, she won American Idol. I don't know if anybody would know. Uh, um, who? Help me. Not Fantasia. There's another one. She did no. She did a movie with uh, Beyonce and 
is it is it eh Jennifer Hudson uh-huh. Jennifer Hudson Jennifer Hudson's boyfriend eh kill is it the mother she killed she killed the mother and the sister and the son or something like that yeah her boyfriend <laughs> yeah. she didn't know that when she was doing love love with the boy she was doing love love with the one who killed the mother killed the sister and and killed the 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 the, the son she had no idea yes like life is it's very interesting without jesus you not no jesus no life oh. no jesus depression oh. no jesus struggles you have money but you are struggling no you are not happy hmm. so god has sent you here to find him can you imagine to find him to know him to love him to relate with him that is why god has sent you here first reason so when paul found jesus look at what paul said in, in philippians chapter 4 i'm closing you'll be surprised that i'm closing <laughs> philippians chapter 4 let's read from verse 3 go to verse uh, philippians, philippians chapter 3 verse 4 rather chapter 3 verse 4 Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he has whereof he might trust in the flesh, I am more. Look at him. He says, circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel. He's telling you what, how, what he was. Okay? Uh, what, his family background, his country background. He's telling you his history. He says, I was circumcised the eighth day. I'm of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin. He's telling you his roots. And Hebrew of the Hebrews. Like when it comes to the Hebrews, I'm a, I'm a real Jew. Pure Jew, as touching the law, a Pharisee. When it comes to the law of God, I was a Pharisee. The Pharisees was the, the highest sect out of all, or the highest group out of the people who were studying the law. Since I was very high. Next verse. Concerning zeal, when it comes to zeal about things concerning God, I was persecuting the church. I was so zealous for God that I was killing the church members. Touching righteous, the righteousness which is in the law, I was blameless. Now, this is a very huge statement to make. The righteousness of the law. You can't, you can't, the, the law had 400 and, 400 and uh, 610 laws to keep. Paul says, I kept all of them. I was blameless. <laughs> Next verse. Then he says, but what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. The things that were gained, that were very, were, were prestigious. When I met Jesus Christ, I threw them. He says, but what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. I threw them away because when I found Jesus Christ. All those things didn't make any meaning. Only Jesus made meaning for me. Yes, look at the next verse. Yea, doubtless, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung. I count all the things that I am and all the things that I had as dung. Cow poopoo. This is cow poopoo. I count my money, my house, my clothes, my, my parents, my school, my family, everything as cow poopoo. That I may win Christ because of how much, how, how priceless Jesus and God is. Please, you understand what I'm saying? That's that's what Paul said. Because when he found God, when he found God through Jesus Christ, he realized that without him, I mean, life is nothing. Yes. So I came to call you to first of all find God. If you don't, if you've not found him, you can find him through Jesus Christ. If you found him already. To get into a deeper fellowship and deeper relationship life with Jesus Christ. Because nothing else makes sense without him. If you take him out of the equation, it's like everything is useless. I know a woman who gave birth to six children and buried all of them before she died. She buried all the six children at different times in her life before she died. If she was existing because of children, what was the use of her life? It's wasted. You see, yes. if you are living because of clothes, what is clothes? This clothes they are wearing to become a rag wearer. So all the rags are in your house. It was former. It was former former clothes. What you treasured, you always when you are coming to wear it, you. I mean, you treat it in a certain when you wear it, and someone touches your head, my friend, my friend, my friend. Charlie, Charlie, cool down, cool down. Very soon to become a toilet paper, in a, a rag in your a rag in your toilet in your bathroom. Yes, you use it to clean. You be stepping on this on the floor. Yes. Yeah. There's nothing that is as valuable 
as Jesus Christ and as knowing God through Jesus Christ. It's nothing. Settle that in your heart and you, depression will live your life. Yes. If you settle that in your heart, depression will live your life. All the struggle for money, for houses, for cars, you, you, will, not be, you will not be moved by certain some things. And amazingly, those who end up getting into that level have things chasing them. Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things that everybody else is looking for will be added to you. What you are not even looking for, it will be added to you. Yes. Since I started following Jesus, I've had a lot of good things happening for me. The things I was, I didn't even expect I would get them. I've, I've gotten them. People are looking for car. By God's grace, I have cars. That I didn't even buy even one. How did they come to you? I'm just loving Jesus. Loving, just loving, going deeper and deeper with him. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's amazing. What my mates are struggling for, I have it in abundance. Free of charge. Yes. And I can dash to people. Shall you be blessed? Receive one and be happy. Yes. How? It's all in Jesus. It's all in Jesus. As you follow him, as you get to know him, things that other people are looking, everybody else is looking for. The things people are killing for. One guy in church, you know him, many years ago. I think I went with you to his mother's house. Eh? You remember? He's, a, he's in the military now. You know him. I th- did I go with you and you? It was you. Uh-huh. He was your sheep. He was going to sacrifice his mother. He had gone to, was it Benin? He had Benin, Togo. I think it was Benin. He had gone to Benin twice. He had done his first trip. And had done the second trip. And was going to do his third trip. Do you know who was going to sacrifice? He was going to sacrifice his mother. Yes. Am I telling the truth? Pastor, it's true. I went to the truth. He was going to sacrifice his mother for money. Yes. You know, he calls me. He calls me every now and then. I'll be there now. He'll just call me. Pastor, I'm just checking up on you. Thank you for saving my life. Yes. Every now and then, he'll just call me. He's not a military officer. He's in the military now. Yes, he's in the military now. He's a major person. But he was going to sacrifice his mother just about eight, nine years ago. Yes. When we met him and introduced Jesus to him and told him to take Jesus seriously. Now, what other people are looking for, he has. What he was going to kill his mother for, he has it in abundance. Without having to kill his mother. Why? Because he found Jesus Christ. And Jesus gave him all the things that he was looking for. Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. John chapter 8 verse 12. If you follow Jesus, you will not walk in darkness. You will have light in, of life. You, you, will not, you will not be in a haste. Make it rich. Make it quick. Quick, whatever. You will not have those things. Billionaire by what? 30. Who said that you need to be a billionaire by 30? When the only people are seeing life begins at 40, you are seeing billionaire at 30. <laughs> Jesus will give you all that you are looking for. He's the first. Find him first. Every other thing will be added to you. Peter said, Lord, we have followed you. What shall we have? What shall we have? We have, we have, what shall we have? We have followed you, what shall we have? And Jesus said, no man who has forsaken father, mother, sister, brother, child, land, this and that, for my sake and for the gospel. He said, you shall have in this time many houses, many cars, many lands, many sisters, many mothers, an hundredfold, now in this time, and he shall have persecution as well. Yes, because people don't understand how you are, when things are not working in around, you are fine. When they are saying they are cast down, you are saying there's a rising up. <laughs> when things are not working for people, you are, you are smiling. And you are wondering what kind of... And then they will start saying that you, you are using something. You are using something. They will start persecuting you for, for no reason. It's in the Bible, Matthew chapter 19, verse 27. And then, then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Behold, we have forsaken and followed you. Lord, we have forsaken, we have left everything, and we have followed you. Is there any profit in following you? Exphatically, yes. Jesus said that. No man 
What shall we have therefore? Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in the new generation, when the Son of Man shall sit in there. This, this one is the same thing, but there's another one in Mark. Uh, Mark chapter 9, 10:28. Mark 10:28. Then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all and followed thee. We have left all. They left all and followed Jesus. And they were asking, we have followed you. What shall we have? Then Peter began to say, Lo, we have left all and followed thee. And Jesus answered and said, Verily, verily, verily I say unto you, there is no man that has left house, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake and the gospels. Next verse. But he shall receive an hundredfold. Now in this time. Now in this time. Not in, in, the, in eternity. Now, this, this thing that you are doing for the Lord. The Lord will reward you. Yes. Oh, yes. oh yes. That's the truth. Oh yes. That quiet time that you are doing every morning. And talking to the Lord. and It's like it's nothing. It's like oh. This one you are wasting your time. There are some people who will be, who will be around. They will come to your window and say. Oh, my friend Charlie. Charlie Sean. Then to come and go chill. Amen. Let's be serious. That is real seriousness. Wow. Opening your Bible and finding Jesus in the pages of the Bible. It will make you rich. Yes. It will make you powerful. It will make you influential. It will make you wise. And not make you lose your balance in this world. Because that is the reason why you were born. You were born to know God. You were born to know God. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. The more you know him, the richer he makes you. The more you know him, the wiser he makes you. It's an amazing thing. Real wisdom is in Jesus no other person hmm? and hundredfold but he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the world to come eternal life you will benefit here you benefit there in heaven it's an amazing thing I don't know which one you want whether you want to get some things here on earth and lose eternity or you want to get some things here on earth and gain eternity it only that only comes to Jesus Christ, nobody else. Yes. The reason for existence is to know Jesus, is to know God through Jesus, and to know Jesus Himself. That is it. You will get plenty. And one gentleman who has been, I mean, he's been serving God, getting to know God. At the point he was frustrated. Is this thing been working? Everybody's going. I'm not I'm not going, some whatever. When the time came. For him to be rewarded. The reward, the way the reward came, he was shocked. He was crying when the reward came. The Lord, the day the Lord turned his captivity around, he says, We're like them that what that dreamed. It was like a dream for him. What people are looking for and fighting for and killing for. God gave it to him like this. Yes. Just last week I was in my office coming to come and share the testimony with me. Yes. Yes. Just like that. I told him, God, it's time, to, it's time for God to honor you. And he believed it. God, God is going to honor me. And God honored him. Yes. Yeah. Just like that. Wow. wow. Serving God is nice. Oh. It's a great thing to serve God. So don't let anyone or anything deceive you. Okay? The first reason for our existence is to know God. To know God through Jesus Christ. The second reason for existence is to make him known to others. Knowing him and making him known. That's the reason why we are here. After you have gotten to know him, then you make him known to others. Please, you understand? Making him known to others. Making him known to others. Like I'm doing. I'm telling you about him. This is the reason why God made me. To tell others about Jesus Christ and others about how good God is. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. You need to tell, you need to taste and see so that you can tell someone and someone else that Charlie, taste this one. The Lord is good. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. You make him known. Yes. You help others to get to know him. That is what we call serving the Lord. Do you see? Uh, serving the Lord is in making him known. Telling others about Jesus. Telling others about how good it is to receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Going to, going to your limits to make him known. Yes. There are people in this area who are struggling. They wake up 5 a.m. They are going to work. They think hard work is what will make life easy for them. 
They are working hard, they work hard, and then they'll get cancer and, and spend all the money on the cancer and then they will die and go. Useless. Yes. Get rich or what? Die trying. It's sad. Because they don't know they don't know the real they don't know the real you get it? Like they are blinded. Uh-huh. It is it is great love from us and from God to tell them the real way. There's a way. You don't need to do it the way you are doing it. There's a way. That way is called Jesus Christ. If only you will find Jesus, you will settle. So telling others about Jesus, telling others about who he is, what he is, and helping them settle in God is the reason why you're existing. God will have all men be saved and come to knowledge of the truth. That's the will of God. God wants everybody to be saved. And who does he depend on? He depends on those who know him to make him known to others. Do you understand? Yes. yes. So God is depending on you to find him and get to know him and make him known to us. That's the, these are the two reasons why you're existing here on earth. Yes. These are the two reasons why you're existing here on earth. To know him and to make him known. The more you make him known, the more you know him. The more you know him, the more you make him known. The more you make him known, the more you know him. It's a cycle that, ne- that never ends. Have you learned anything since I started talking? Yes. That is it. Yes. That is it. Making him known. Making him known to others. Telling others about Jesus. So let's help the people in the, in, in, in Ashalibuche, Nanakrom, where else? New Legon, Lakeside, where? Marjo. Aviation. My heart. How can you name an area my heart? Those who live there, they have to do something about it. Though. Where do you live? My heart. You are confessing my heart. <laughs> School junction, everywhere. We have been, have been waha. Man, it's a whole world here. Yes, make him known. What do you think? Your greatness is in making Jesus known. Your greatness is in making Jesus known. When you make Jesus known, you become great. John the Baptist became great by making Jesus known. Yes, that was, that was all. He was, just make, he was just making Jesus known. His greatness was in making Jesus known. And he made Jesus known. And he became very great. So let's serve God. Okay? Yeah. You see this nice church here? This church is going to be a very big church in this area. Whether you believe it or not, it's going to happen. You have, there's a time coming in this area where this church will, be, will have to build a 10,000-seater for 10,000 people and more to be in the house of God. It will happen practically in this same area, my heart, uh, you'll be shocked. So don't wait until it becomes that before you join yourself to it. No. You are better off joining yourself to it now. You become more influential in such a big church because you were there when it started. And you were part of those who made Jesus known and brought those people to the house of God where you are so that they can get to know him better and better as the years go by. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is the reason for I don't know what else works. This is what works. Nothing else works. Yes. Let me close by giving you this um, story. There was a rich man. And there was a poor man. The poor man's name is given to us called Lazarus. The Bible talks about how that the rich man fed sumptuously. He ate sumptuous meals. Hmm? Yes. He ate, he ate what? Kimpiski food. Cornflakes. Uh, what's it called? Is it roasted corn? Gary, Gary, and how do they call the cassava flakes? Sorry. Roasted cassava flakes with roasted uh, 20, uh, 35 degrees Celsius roasted granites. Peanuts, sorry. Peanuts. Meanwhile, it's the sockets you have been eating all, all around. Uh. And they are selling it for 200 Ghana cities. 
how much soakings can you do to, with 200 ganasis? We can do soakings for 100 people. <laughs> yeah, soakings party to work. Hallelujah. This man was eating sumptuously. The Bible says that he was clothed in purple and fine lining. The clothes he wore had, there was a certain texture to it. Designer clothing. Yeah, Dodgy and Gabbana. Yeah. <laughs> Louis Vuitton. Tommy Finger. Someone said Tommy Finger. <laughs> Tommy Finger, yeah. He was wearing nice clothes, fine lining, and fed sumptuously every day. But you see, he didn't know God. I'm not saying that when you are poor, it means that you know God. There are many poor people who do not go, know God. They are going to, they are suffering here, they will suffer in hell. Many poor people. Yes, double suffering. So that's not what we are saying. But the poor man knew God. He had God. The Bible says that when he died, when the poor man died, the angels came for him. When the rich man died, and he lifted up his eyes, he found himself in hell. You see, and hell is such that you see, the Bible says that he could feel the heat. He was thirsty. He could, he could feel all of those things. And in hell, he lifted up his eyes, being in torment. He was in torment. And see it afar, Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his, in his bosom. Next verse. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. He was feeling, you see, hell is a place you, you, there's feelings that you can feel pain. You can feel all, you don't want to be there. You don't want to be there. You don't want to be there. You don't want to be there at all. It is real. Don't let anybody deceive you that all oh, these things just stories. Die and see. <laughs> die and see. When you die, you will see. Yes. If you die without Christ, you've lost it. It's finished. We must not die without Christ. And we must not allow anybody around us around us die without Christ. Do you see? Yes. So tonight I'm giving you an opportunity. I, that is why I came. To help you know about Jesus. And make him known. Okay? Yes. Your greatness is in making him known. We mentioned Paul's name. Paul, Paul, Paul. Why? He made Jesus known. That's all. He forgot about himself. He made Jesus known. We mentioned Peter, Peter. They, 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 all those people made Jesus known. Yes. As you make him known, you become popular. You say, I'm coming here as celebrating bishop. Hey. Why? I'm just making Jesus known. Yes. That is why you are celebrating me. When you make Jesus known, you also be celebrated. Yes. So I want to give you an opportunity. If you are here and you are not born again, I want to give you an opportunity. With every eye closed. With every eye closed. God loves you. That is why he said all these things in your hearing today. That's why he said all these things in your hearing today. There's no other way given amongst, no other name given amongst men whereby we must be saved but the name of Jesus. Every eye closed. If you're here, you want to give your life to Christ, I want you to shoot your right hand up and I'll lead you to Christ. Shoot your right hand up and I'll lead you to Christ. Yes. So just shoot your right hand up. I can see you. I can see your hand up. You have made a very good decision. Don't look around. Don't look at anybody. It's between you and the Lord. Okay? It's between you and Jesus. Yes. Between you and Jesus. You never know. Maybe right after this place, it will be the end. You never know. So please, don't, don't look around. Don't look at your friend. Don't look at what people will say about you. Don't look at what someone will say. Don't be, don't be stubborn at all. This is the day of salvation. This is the day of the Lord. God wants you to get to know him today. So, once again, just shoot your right hand up one last time. And I'll lead you to pray this prayer. Okay? Yes, I'm seeing your hand over there. I want you to say these words after me. I can see another hand outside. I want you to say these words after me. Okay? With your eyes closed, say these words after me. Say, Father... 
Father, thank you for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, to this world. I believe that Jesus died for me to take away my sins. I know that nothing can take away my sin apart from the blood of Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I believe that he died for me. And I believe that on the third day, he rose again from the dead. Thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. That purifies me from my sins and makes me holy and makes me righteous. I receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. From today, I will serve you, Lord, with my life, with everything that I have. I will get to know you more and make you known. Thank you for taking me out of darkness, out of the captivity, captivity of the devil, into God's glorious light. I am grateful and I am thankful in Jesus' name. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.